If your footwear is out of date, head to runwaysneakercloset.bigcartel.com. That's runwaysneakercloset.bigcartel.com, where they're committed to bringing the latest brands and quality shoes from Nike, Adidas, Puma, and the Jordan brand. Again, that's runwaysneakercloset.bigcartel.com. What's going on, people? This is live after hours in the man cave with your host Terry Wicks and your co-host Mark King. Co-host Mark King. Yo, what's going on, people? You know who it is. This is your host, Tay Wiggs. After hours live from the main game, I'm alongside with my co-host. Hey, you got here? Hey, man, we want to talk about it. You know, the hype that's going on around the NBA. We know we were the Zion Williams hype. How he might be the next player for the next, you never know, next 20 years or the decade. But LeBron James has let put everybody on notice that this is still his league. I'm not saying this mm-hmm. because the Milwaukee Bucks coming in in the East at the time they was 53. What was their record? 53 and nine at the time coming to LA to get a game. Not only did LeBron James show up and show out, other guys picking up the pieces. We know AD was going to be there, but people like Catavius Caldwell Pope. But it's a strange fact. I want to say every since Kyle Kuzma died his hair back to black. <laughs> The Lakers are three and zero. Hey, <laughs> he should have did that something. He should have did that something. He with that, he's been playing better defense. He's been attacking the rim. He's not selling for the long jumpers like he's been doing in the past. He's been more aggressive on the offensive end and definitely on the defensive end. And what else? Rondo minutes has been going down too. If you notice, uh, yesterday I think he played a total of seven minutes in that Clippers game. When it matters the most, I just, I just see the Lakers making another turn. And bringing Avery Bradley out there now. Avery Bradley was Avery a Bradley. bucky. He was a bucky yesterday, and and he we was. know what LeBron James do. They know LeBron James don't just play for April. But we know the one he calls himself the chosen one, or better yet, known to the people out there as the king. The numbers he's been pit, putting up lately in the last two games against MVP front runners or reigning MVP is like no other. He's finding different ways to get his team, his teammates involved. When you look at a player like what LeBron James did yesterday on a big stage against the Clippers, he had 28 points. He had seven rebounds and nine assists. But not only you're looking at he got 30 points from Anthony Davis with his shoes, but to get 24 points from Avery Bradley on nine for 17 shooting with shoes. Just imagine Avery Bradley didn't score 24 points. Now listen to the stats. JaVale McGee only had five. Danny Green. Was, had no points, but he was 0 for 3. JaVale McGinley took two shots. Kyle Kuzma, like I said, has stepped it up a little bit. 8 points, 10 rebounds. But everybody else was a non-factor. Dwight Howard played eight. Dwight Howard played 6 minutes. And I circled this because Dwight Howard got out-rebounded by a lot of small guys out there. He had two rebounds. He's looking kind of lazy out there. I didn't think he put his best foot forward, if you ask me. But I thought the Clippers were going to run away with this game, Marcus, because Paul George was hot in the first quarter. I believe he had 17 points in the first quarter. And like we always say about Paul George, he always fade away in the fourth quarter when you need him the most. I don't know if he's shooting them Gatorade commercials. He ain't, I don't think he get no quits for his thirst. But to only take oh. one shot in the fourth quarter, one shot marks in the fourth quarter. After he had been hot, hot in that third quarter, he was hot. <laughs> right. And it's crazy because you look at that Paul George, you look like, all right, all right PG. I'm like, okay, PG on one. Oh, he better go for the he better go for the city, not fifty. He better go for the city ball. 
When I say 50, I mean 50 and beyond. Not 50 mean you just at 50, but to have right. 17 points in the first half, to only take one shot in the fourth quarter, that's not what you want to do against a team like LeBron James. I say anytime you've got certain players, they have Patrick uh, Beverly guard LeBron James for most of the night, and they go to Paul George. Some guys can do know LeBron James. This man has been in the league for 17 years now, Marcus, 35 years old, and showing me no weakness of slowing down. Nope. He looked just as good as the rest of those young guys out there. Two, two, well, it really wasn't back-to-back, but, uh, you know, it was in between nights. The you know top team in the East and then the second team in the West. And it looked like he was the best player on the floor both games. Even Yes, even with Giannis on the floor, even with Kawhi on the floor, LeBron mm-hmm. James looked like he was the best player in both of those games. And he wasn't even fast. It didn't even look like he was going that hard. <laughs> it looked like he was going just semi-playoff Le- LeBron. Right. And he gave you enough to let you know I'm still doing this at a high level every night. Mm-hmm. And you and there's nothing you can take away from that. And like I said, AD coming up huge. And AD's taking, AD this year has taken more three-pointers than he did in his entire career. So you're looking at you know, LeBron James will get the MVP praise, but you got to look at Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis should be in the MVP talks, too, as well. Not only the MVP talks, Marcus, but also the Defensive Player of the Year Award. I know Rudy Gobert go. doing his thing as well, but AD is doing it all. Some nights you, AD might go to a, a small forward on certain nights and, and still get you about two or three blocks to go along sometimes with seven or four assists a game. It's little things that he does out there that let you know, yo, he can get the nod for the MVP. But back to LeBron James. That guy was diving on the floor, let his teammates know, I can get dirty just like the best of them. And, you know, everybody keeps saying LeBron wasn't guarding nobody. It's a couple of night, a couple of times in that fourth quarter that LeBron James out there guarding Kawhi Leonard or Paul George, letting them know, all right, it's just, it's just, everybody said I don't guard nobody. I'm going to show you what I can really can do. Then mm-hmm. at one point, a certain person throughout the game, you're looking at that fourth quarter, where was Kawhi at? I know he's making some big shots in the first half of the fourth quarter, but where is he at when it matters the most? We know the board man get paid. We know he's Mr. Fun guy. But where is Mr. Where is the Mr. Assertive guy at? I'm looking for that guy who will take over. I'm looking for that finals MVP that he won back in 2000. I want to say 2013, 2014 season with the Spurs. I'm looking for that. Uh, I'm looking for that uh, Kawhi Leonard because he had no assists. You tell me this whole year, the, he, this he could record his first triple double. Where is he at? This supposed to be the guy that say, "Yo, he's all around." We had zero assists. And one thing I'm going to say about this, Mark, before we talk about the next two teams, this is a prime example why I say low management can hurt you. Because Paul George and Kawhi Leonard really never played too many games to get a good chemistry on the floor. If you look at the, sometimes, uh, the certain players on the floor, when they spread the floor on offense, if Paul George got the ball, Kawhi looked lost. When Kawhi has the ball, Paul George looked lost. They have no continuity. They don't know where each other's spot set. To, to pick up good chemistry. Lou Williams and Montrez has a good understanding, but those two guys doesn't. Do you think that's going to hurt them if they want to make a deep run in the playoffs or maybe can hoist up the Larry O'Brien trophy around June? Mm, it's not looking likely. I think uh, – I, I don't know. It's hard to call. I think they, uh, they personally, uh, them Clippers, may get knocked out before they even reach the final. If they stay, if it stay how it is, you know, Lakers one, them two. You know, everybody's anticipating that Lakers, Clippers, you know, Western Conference final. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a chance, you know, they could get upset before they make it to that final round. Um, you know, everybody's kind of like penciling both teams in, you know, but with 
LeBron, the way he playing, and we know how he do get, get when the playoffs start. I think they more of a pencil in than the Clippers. Okay. You know, I know what Kawhi did on the East with Toronto. I, you know, that's that's completely different than what was about to happen uh, in a few weeks. It's completely different. And right. Paul George hasn't made it out the first round since he's been with the Pacers. So, wow. You remember against that mighty guy, LeBron James. Speaking of the Pacers, Lance Stevenson supposed to have a workout with the Indiana Pacers. We get our guys back, Marcus. <laughs> Sir Lance dance, make him dance. Lance will make them dance. Now, that'd be vital for them just due to the it, because, you know, Victor Depot is one of my guys I like, who I like to watch. But him coming back from that injury, it just gives them another body and another certified bucket when they need it. And you know, one thing I like about Lance, he he plays defense, which is good for the Pacers. You need that for a team, mm-hmm. because right now, with Giannis going down, when he got hurt late in that fourth quarter against the Lakers, and I, can, I understand what James Harden is talking about. And he said, I wish he was seven feet so he could just run down the court and dunk. Now, when the Lakers went to a little boxing one defense, they made Giannis become a shooter. And all his shots was falling short in the front of the iron, free throw extended. You know, the reason why they say, I always, old school cats that we play basketball say, you know why your, your shot falling short? Your legs is tired. Your legs is, you need, you need to put some, you need to get under your legs. You need to jump with your legs. His legs was tired because he, was, he runs a lot and dunk. So, therefore, he got to find a patented move that he can rely on and go to a lot. Now, he, I don't know if he had – I don't think he noticed that he has to move in him. So, when he gets to the uh, to the baseline on the, on the opposite wing, he posts you down and hits you a little fade away from the side of the 15-foot shot by the benches, that's one of his patented shots. He don't realize – I don't think he realized that he makes that shot pretty much 40 or 50% of the time. That's one of his go-to moves when he don't use it. When you start euro stepping and coming through the lane, dunking on everybody, eventually everybody's going to get hit to you. And they're going to start taking charges on you. What I said right. before, I said he got to be careful going to the hole like that because now it's playoff time. Teams are here trying to hurt people low key. Players trying to hurt other players low key. Hey, if you knock him out the game, the Milwaukee Bucks is just a Bucks. When you take a Milwaukee Bucks, <laughs> you take a Giannis. You sit him down. We see now they lost to the Lakers. They lost to the Phoenix Suns last night. With no Giannis, that team looked terrible. And ain't but so much Chris Middleton you can. He's not a dribbler. That's why I always keep saying things like 13 or 14 podcasts ago, Marcus. I said Chris Middleton, mommy of Michael Red. He cannot create his own mm-hmm. shot. They get him open. That's 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 the whole nuance. Dante DiVincenzo, he's going to give you buckets, but you're not getting nothing from Wesley Matthews. You're looking like just Wesley Matthews. <laughs> you got George Hill is hurt. You got the Lopez bros. They're going to give you but so much. Well, who was your, and I thought the biggest thing was when they lost Malcolm Brogdon, it was the big piece that they lost for them because that gave them another defender and another shooter outside of Chris Milton. So you look at the Milwaukee Bucks, and you talk about Jonathan missed the next two games. Those next two games can, can solidify his MVP because those two games, they can actually get blown out because that's pretty much an average team, just like everybody else is with all Giannis. Giannis is getting them that extra firepower where they can spread the floor more because he's lethal. Right. He make everybody better. Everybody's like, if you good, you great with Giannis. If you okay, right. you good. Like he, he moved everybody up a level because so many people pay attention to him. But then, like you said, if he start becoming predictable, people just gonna start loading up the paint, building that wall, mm-hmm. then everybody will suffer. Right. It's just like when I play certain people in two K, gonna say no names, but <laughs> when I play two K and somebody they always call me Baparica, you garbage. I always told this person I play two K. It's our crowd to paint. But if you play in a game 
just like they do on real life TV. If I get picked up on it, if you coming down the court with Giannis and Zion, I, I'm guarding you with my point guard. But as soon as I go, see you come to the hole, yes, I'm going to put my hands up. I'm going to click that triangle button, put my hands up, crowd the paint. I'm going to make it tough for you. I'm here to win the game. I'm here to win the series. I can be up 2-0, two, 2-1, two, oh, two, down 2-1. Two, two, I'm still going to come back and win the series in seven. That's what I do. But when you when you say I'm um, paprika, I'm just saying you basur. And basur, that <laughs> means you garbage and Mexican. So, <laughs> so you got to put some light on it. So when you play against certain players in the NBA, if you know what they got to do, you got to take their strength away. If I know your strength is driving to the hole, the coach said we got to strength the floor on them and make it a tougher. I'm going to make you a jump shot shooter. That's the whole thing is you're trying to make the game as tough as possible for people that play virtual and reality. That's the whole thing. Now, speaking of small ball, since we're talking about small ball, the Houston Rockets are in, in a heap of trouble. <laughs> in a whole heap. A whole heap okay. of trouble. The reason I'm saying this, Marcus, that's small ball. They got a bunch of defenders, but no scores. Just for James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Eric Gordon been fading away. People forget that Eric Gordon didn't play on the Houston Rockets most of the time because his shots has been taken up. He's getting less touches because of the emergence of Russell Westbrook. You're looking at a guy like Eric Gordon, who who been up for a, who has been up for a potential six man a year. Man, who, I think he got one in the last couple of years ago, if I'm not mistaken. You're looking at a guy who normally get between 16 to 18 touches. Those touches went down 50 to 45 percent. That guy might maybe get like eight to eight eight to seven touches. With those touches, he has to be efficient. But someone who's not getting that repetition, it's hurting the Houston Rockets because if you know when James Harden get the ball. He gonna spread out the way, right? Russell Westbrook right. get the ball. Everybody move out the way the same as well. But PJ Tucker, six four playing center, he's gonna get exposed. The Clippers exposed them, Marcus. Now that's this is your segment on that small ball that you take it from here on that small ball. What you think should happen with the small ball situation, the games that you that we seen between the Clippers and Rockets and thus forth? I mean, it was it was all good just a week ago. I mean, they were it looked like they had figured something out, like the small ball thing was gonna work. Uh, Russell Westbrook started looking like an MVP. And then they played a team that's an actual competitor, the L.A. Clippers. And it looked like it was varsity versus JV. I was trying to figure out. I turned I turned to the game. I was a little late. I'm like, is they winning by like 30 points? I'm like, maybe James Harden ain't playing. Nope, he playing. Maybe Russell Westbrook ain't playing. Nope, he playing. So I'm like, what happened here? You know, it's Sweet Lou and Montrez Harrell. They was getting whatever they want. Kawhi was giving that. It's like. They had no stoppers out there, and I think it's really because the guy that they want to be their big man, well, the two guys now, um, you guys, the guy they traded for, man, his name is leaving me. Uh, Robert, former, Covington. Uh, Robert Covington mm-hmm. and Mr. New Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, they they just was running out of energy. I think they had re- finally ran out of energy. Um, you know, they it just zoo box. Like, they were just throwing big bodies at them. And, you know, they got tired. They got tired for a couple nights, not just one night. And that's a major problem because the playoffs is every other night. And that small ball ski can get figured out really quickly, similar to what we're saying about Giannis. And then the other team is just going to pound you in. And then, you know, the guys that you want to play big, they ain't going to be able to do that night after night in the playoffs. And I think it's starting to show, even with a team like Charlotte, who is nowhere near as good, but they caught him on the right night, you know, right after, um, you know, the Clippers got down with him. Right. And things happen. And, and not only, too, they come on a bad night. 
James Harden had a quadruple fumble. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, the announcers like, was amped too. The announcers was amped. Like just one more. It's just one, one he more. He got it. He got it. He got it. <laughs> he got a, it was called a blunder beat. You know what? That's what that was. And you're looking at the quadruple. This dude had 10 turnovers, Marcus. 10 turnovers, 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 14 assists. Hmm. What I mean, 10 turnovers? He was a they was look, he was a minus nine yesterday. Their starting five was in the minus. Robert Covington was a minus twenty-three. D- Daniel House Jr. was a minus twenty-two. PJ Tucker was a minus twenty-five. Ben McLemore is a minus eleven. James Harden was a minus nine. Just minus, oh. minus, minus. <laughs> All right. across the board. It's only people that was positive was Jeff Green, Damari Carroll, and Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers was a positive six. Jeff Green was a positive twenty-eight. Damari Carroll was a positive eleven. And, and, and it's crazy because the Hornets outplayed them. The, out, the backcourt for the Hornets outshined them. Devontae Graham with 23 points. Terry Rozier with 24. They both had six dimes apiece. And P.J. Washington had 22. And you look at it, when they play small, and the guys who teams actually have people that play right positions to further height, they getting, they, them guys going to be pretty much every night in the plus or minus situation every night because people – it's only so much you could do with someone who's seven feet tall if you got a six-five center on yeah, he might get you every now and then, but if this guy leaning his body on a 6'4 guy, put him in the post, you're going to get tired. You're going to rear down. And, that's right. what happened. and it happened again last night with Orlando Magics. They got outplayed. Small ball basketball is not working. It looks good when they're beating a mediocre team. I give you that. But it's not going to work every night when you're trying to get trying to solidify yourself to be up there with the big dogs in the Western Conference. Because right now, I keep telling everybody, everybody he's saying, hey, guys, what you think is going to happen to the Rockets in the playoffs? I said they gonna they gonna go home in the first round. They go they get gentlemen <laughs> sweep. They going home four one. And like I said, somebody gonna either the coach will get fired or this GM will gonna get fired. Maybe both or some Maybe players. Both, gonna, right. You need you need a big man. <laughs> you need at least one. Uh, you ain't even gotta be that good. It's just, they need at least one. I mean, Demarcus Cousins out there, he may be available. <laughs> they gotta do something. Just to so even just just like for two or three minute stretches, just put a big man out there. Two or three minutes stretches. You ain't gotta play the whole game with him, but you gotta have one in, one in a uh, you know on deck. Right. Speaking of changes, the Brooklyn Nets coach Kenny Atkinson, former point guard, shooting guard in, in the NBA of the Brooklyn Nets, stepped down. He parted ways. That's another fancy word. He mutually parted ways. Another fancy word saying basically got fired. <laughs> the reason why I'm, we're talking about this, Kevin Durant, the reason why he signed with the Brooklyn Nets on the strength of, yes, his friend Kyrie Irving is there, the strength of King Atkinson. He understands the players. Kevin Durant liked the way, the way he was coaching the team. Can we say Kyrie Irving can be a coach killer just because he wants certain things to go his way? Uh, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving been injured most of his most of his career now. He had, <laughs> Kyrie only had one healthy season. The year the Cavaliers won a championship, and maybe his rookie his rookie year, but he missed some games out of that. But he was still healthy. That's how I give him two two good years. He was fully healthy. Ever since that had been either leg injury, elbow, hand, face. Now he got shoulder surgery on his on his shooting arm. We understand that Kevin Durant is his second injury to the foot. Um, can we say that Kyrie Irving is vouching for Tyler to be be the head coach? Now, what's so funny about this, Marcus? Kyrie Irving was, was was not a fan of Ty Lue because how Ty Lue was running the offense through uh, LeBron James. Now, all of a sudden, you vouching for Ty Lue to be the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Where does, how this is going to play out 
the between the friendship of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving? Uh, I mean, it's hard, kind of hard to say, because uh, I think you know the the type of uh, coach and former player and just you know overall person that Ty Lue is, mm-hmm. he'll probably get along with everybody, anybody, you know, and him and K- KD are probably you know click very well. Um, so I don't think KD would necessarily have an issue with it, uh, unless for some reason or another they don't get Ty Lue. And they end up with somebody that's nowhere near as good as Kenny Atkinson was. And right. as we saw, Kenny Atkinson got this team to the playoffs last year. They were still in the playoffs this year, even with KD out and Kyrie hurt for most of the year. So we know he's a good coach. Um, so it, it's like if it don't work out for the better next year, that's going they're gonna start to uh, you know butt heads. Even though they look like the best of friends. You know, when winning is involved and your team ain't winning and you were winning like mm-hmm. last year and neither one of y'all was playing and now y'all got this new coach and y'all ain't winning, you know, nearly as much. That's going to be an issue for KD. Because, uh, you know, uh, wherever he talks, you know, he may do some some weird stuff, but it always seems to be about basketball winning and winning. So right. if he ain't doing those things, is it'll be a common problem. Unless they get some, you know, uh, a beloved coach, you know, like a Hall of Fame level coach, which I don't see happening. So, <laughs> unless they get Coach Fizz, if they get Coach Fizz, I think that's like the next best option. You know, it's just a, a down the street walk for him. You know, Fizz, he was already in New York, just walked down the street to Brooklyn. I like how you threw a name out there. Fizzdale would not yeah. be a bad fit just for him. I'll throw another name out there who may get a chance to coach Kyrie Irving. I was thinking about this coach. <laughs> And Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at him, the former Hawks coach, could be a nice thing for Kyrie Irving because look what he did with the Atlanta Hawks backcourt, how they played the Cavaliers deep in the playoffs because he understands from a coaching perspective. So when you're looking at them, like you said, them button heads and trying to make things right, I just think it was a messy situation to have him fire or parted ways after he just won by 18 points. And it's so weird because this team has won a lot of games without a superstar and without Kyrie Irving. It's just like almost like how the Boston Celtics was winning games without Kyrie Irving in search. It's the same thing playing out right now. And you're looking at Dwayne Casey would be a good certified coach for the, for the Brooklyn Nets. That's the coach I was talking about Detroit. I had a, I had a blunder right there think about his name, but Dwayne Casey, who was coaching the Toronto and, like I said, the Hawks. Every team he has, the point guards always play solidly well, and they always been an all-star. You know, Kyrie Irving's an all-star, too, but to keep him up there, which is which I think would be a good fit, too. Yeah, I agree with that. That would be, be a pretty, say, you know, former coach of the year. Um, mm-hmm. He'll be respected. Yeah, and, and he gets you deep in the playoffs. Right, and he gets you, so then it would be, at that point, it would be up to Kyrie and um, – KD to you know, get, get to them over that in. hump. Yeah, to yeah. buy in. Now, they're going to be scary good, like you said, Marcus. They got to click first. It looked good on paper. It's almost like the Cleveland Browns with Baker Mayfield, Jarvis, and, and Odell. It has chemistry. It has to work out first before you set anything in stone. But I do believe this team is going to be scary good next year. It's just going to be a team that nobody want to play on a certain night. Right. Because name me another seven-footer other than besides Dirk and Winsky who can pull up. And hit three pointers and twos with no problem. Of course, KD. Uh, next, we got two more topics I want to talk about. The other top, this topic I want to talk about: Draymond Green and Charles Barkley. <laughs> what you gonna say about that? Um, 
You know, I seen I can't remember who tweeted this. I think it was a former player, but they basically said if Charles Barkley had Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and KD on his team, he would have ten championships. Ooh, ten. I mean, that's probably an exaggeration, but he definitely would have a ring. Um, so I, I oh, just think Draymond got to understand the luxury he, he living in. Um, oh, you know, most I, definitely. I was, I respect his uh, competitive attitude. I respect, you know, uh, his hardcore uh, mentality. You know, he played like that. He's a utility guy. He do everything on the court. But you got you got you to respect the greats, man. Charles Barkley is one of the greats. He's Zion before Zion. Um, and he just – the only real good team I would say he had, like, in their prime is that, uh, you know, Phoenix Suns team that lost to Michael Jordan in the finals. But if he, they hadn't played Michael Jordan, he would have had a ring that year. So – the Warriors, you know, they had LeBron, mm-hmm. and and they got beat when LeBron had a you know equal footing of players. So you know they just kept you know at stacking the deck. So they he has not even seen any adversity where they had to go against a player like Michael Jordan with a, a even team, but one time. And as soon as that happened, he immediately called up KD on the phone in the parking lot. So I, I don't respect none of the slander he got towards Chuck. None of it. You know, I know Why Chuck say crazy stuff, but I don't he do. Him. <laughs> but when you when Chuck say crazy stuff, when you listen to it, some of his stuff actually does make sense. The one thing I was ticked off when Draymond Green said this, Chuck, you don't get paid like I do. I'll come take your job. You're not you not even have the player I once was. First and foremost, Charles Barkley has a nickname. Draymond, you don't have a nickname. Your teammates gave you a nickname Day Day. <laughs> Nobody in the NBA or the entire NBA calls you Day Day except for Paul Pierce, probably Tracy McGrady, or Chauncey Billups. Other than that, I've never heard no other peers that are playing. Only the retirees are calling you that. I don't even call you Day Day. First and foremost, you ain't, you are not part of the Splash Bros. You are basically, in my eyes, he is a he is a role player because <laughs> right now you right now the the country that you got Charles Barkley will pave the way so you can get paid like that and you. In the country you, that you have right now, you have not yet once scored over 15 points this season, my friend. <laughs> but you said Charles Barkley don't get no respect from you. He can't sit on my table because he has no rings. Listen here, my dude. If it wasn't for Mark Jackson, he can't talk basketball with him. He played in the tougher era than you. He played in the hand-checking era. He played in the league where, where these you don't call these files flagrants. But back in the day, they had the real flagrant files where guys would really be missing a week of basketball or a month of basketball due to injury. These guys made guys better back in the day because they changed the game with their foul. You can't even breathe on a player or look at a player without getting caught in a technical foul, Draymond. You couldn't have played in that era. You'd have been lunch, you'd have been lunch food to a Dennis Rodman, an old school Carmelo who used to hit people with the elbow a lot. So you went to five in that league. With the with the Rick Mahorns and the Bill and Beers, the Kevin McHills. You talking about sitting at the table, my friend? Michael Jordan <laughs> has stopped a lot of guys from getting NBA championship ring. First and foremost, Draymond Green, Charles mm-hmm. Barkley, right? Now, you can say anything you want to. He played with the greats. He played with the '92 Olympic Dream Team. What Dream Team has you played for? <laughs> that's all, that's all I want to know, Draymond. What dreams he can sit at the table with you? That's the, the only dream. That's the only. But he ain't never put that red, white, and blue on. But honestly, Charles Barkley say what he want to say. 
Charles Barkley is one of the greatest fifty players of all time. So when they have another one, he'd be part of the greatest one hundred players of all time. Guess who name would be? Guess who name would be missing from that? Draymond Green. Because mm-hmm. you still got to think about the other people: the Tracy McGrady's, the AI, the Dirk Nowitzki is going to get the win, the LeBron, the D Wade. Those are players going to get the I, the Sean Kilps, the GPs. Like, come on, man. Let's be realistic here. The Jason Kids. So you, we, we, I'm name, I already named about eight to nine guys that's way better than you. And Jason Kidd became a late bloomer score just like a Tony Parker. But but you just say Charles Barkley can't sit at the table with you because he can't talk, you can come take your job. Draymond, nobody take you seriously. You still average your one, one, and one. And I feel you <laughs> in my Charles Barkley voice. Hey, Draymond, you still have the triple single out there? That's what they paid you for. I won't be surprised if Draymond Green get moved in the summertime because the way I listen to Steve Kerr after game, after they win or lose games, talking at the podium, he said, I can't wait to next year to see how everything look when you got Clay and Steph out there. He don't mention you. He don't mention mm-hmm. you. He don't mention him. People, listen to what I'm saying. Every time that Steve Kerr talked after a win or loss, after a game situation, Marcus, he said, we got, he said, we got Wiggins here. I like what I see from my young core guys. Um, uh, I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, he played for Villanova. Pascal, the other one, Pascal, that plays just like Draymond Green. Pascal. Yeah, Pascal, the Pascal, rookie. Pascal, the yep. rookie. Looking at him, looking at the Kyle Bowman, the Damian Lees, and they get the Marcus leader, and they can still make a run. We'll get another big man, probably like an Andre Drummond, or probably make a run for a Clint Capella. Clint Cap- they still got Kevon Looney back from injury, so they can make another run, get another big man on the cheap side mm-hmm. of the market. But he never mentions your name, Draymond. <laughs> and then Steve Kirky comes to the my table. He has five championship rings. He earned one. He earned two of them out of the. Out of, I think. I think he got five out of the five. No, I think he got six out of the six he has. So there's a lot of guys in the league who don't got championship rings. That don't mean they. That don't mean that means. So you tell me, Carmelo and John Stockton can't sit down at the table with you because they ain't got rings. Like, come on, man. Like, get out of here. That's straight trash. Right. That's that's my that's my <laughs> eagerness here would say. Whoa, that is straight. <laughs> how you feel? How you feel about that, Mark? We already know how you feel, but that's crazy. It's my For sure. <laughs> he gonna learn in due time. I mean, all he gonna do, and he said, you know, uh, that he gonna take Charles' job, and all he gonna do is do the same thing Charles do with when when he finally do retire and you know exactly. get a media job. He gonna be doing the same stuff, saying outlandish things, upsetting like another Chris young Ray, player. Like Chris Humber <laughs> ain't got no rings, T Mac ain't got no rings, but they can't sit with you. Come on, man. Right. Like I said, next fifty going in. Draymond, you will be missing. <laughs> What's your yeah. defining moment in the NBA Finals besides trying to kick LeBron James in the crown jewel? <laughs> Nothing. Oh man. Just be he your, gonna, huh? I said he gonna learn. <laughs> He'll learn. Man, you lucky, man. He ain't said to Dennis Rodman when Dennis Rodman called him out, did he? Nope. No comment on nope. that one. We ain't gonna comment. He ain't comment on the on the on the on the worm. How many times though? How many times? How many I heard Dennis Rodman say, I was gonna play Draymond Greens. I messed Draymond up. He said, just keep smiling for them brace commercials, you and your mama. That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said. Dennis Rodman said he had him for lunch food. We had tear his head off. And just told him to keep posing for the braces commercials. Keep smiling with you and your mama. That's what he said. He ain't tight. Get his rhyming back. That's what I'm saying. He People pick and choose they fight. He didn't know that, for real, Charles Barkley, a real scrapper for real. So, <laughs> Hall of Famer, uh, 
MVP, MVP in the league, 92 Olympic gold medals, first team all defense, first team all offense. Charles Barkley made a couple of those. Charles Barkley made the league and rebounded. You don't get a nickname for Ron Mullen rebound. Draymond Green name is I'm still waiting for a nickname besides the one your teammate gives you. Day day, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you Night Night for saying that. <laughs> night Night. <laughs> We're gonna switch the topic up. We're going to the coronavirus. You know, people in America is getting scared about what's going on. We're seeing the Donald Jones has crashed again due mm-hmm. to this virus. People are not buying stuff. People are buying more of survival kit things and masks and gloves. People, it ain't nobody like a, another version of flu. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. That's all you ask. Just right. wash your hands. Take care of yourself. If you're going to cough out in public, don't cough out where everybody can get the same spit that you got. I don't, want, I don't want you coughing on me when you got your cheese sandwich on my cheek. Cover your mouth. <laughs> wash your hands. Cough in your elbow. Show some common courtesy out there. It's adequate. A lot of people are missing those things. Hands are tied yep. up. But the thing they saying, Mark, is they saying that the NBA wants to play a game with no fans. How are you going to do that? The fans make make the team's money. No concession stands, no money. No parking tickets, no money. Especially no beer, no money. So what are you going to do? You think them NBA players are really going to play a basketball game with no fans? They ain't going to do that. They, LeBron James said he plays for the fans and his teammates. That would be so weird watching a, ba- a basketball game on TV with no fans. It's like playing a video game in practice mode. You're just shooting around all day. You hear everything. How would, how would you take that, Marcus? Are you a fan of that? Hmm. One out there with no fans. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of side with LeBron on this one. Um, that's the whole reason why you play. I mean, I, we can watch on TV us fans, but it's not the same. You know, uh, you know how like when a player get in the zone. I think a lot of it's because of the fans. It could be the opposing team fans booing you. You can get in the zone, or your own team cheering you on. You know, you go out there to perform. It's like an entertainment. So if you ain't got no fans right there present, it kind of you know dulls the moment. You know what I mean? It, right. It's just not. It wouldn't be the same. Man. You, of course, you got the fans on TV, but it just wouldn't be the same. I, I, I agree with LeBron 100 percent on this. It's no reason to play if it ain't no fans. I mean, they got to get some fans in there some type of way. I mean, it, it, like you said, this is really very similar to the flu. If people just did, you know, the basic necessities: wash your hands before you use the bathroom, after you use the bathroom, before you eat, after you shake somebody's hand. This would be. Ain't no handshaking this way. Right. That's called you didn't get in the elbow rub. Probably gonna barely get it that. You probably gonna get the elbow. Um, <laughs> like you said, Mark, you gotta just take care of yourself, man. Like I said, it'd be weird to play an NBA game with no fans. I think I think one of the schools in Chicago, what's in Chicago State or something like that? If they're not playing no more games or anything like that, they're not <laughs> traveling to, to the West Coast due to because I think Portland got the, the biggest outbreak out there on Washington. I think like nineteen people. I'm not I'm not for sure. But I think 19 people has been confirmed dead from the from the virus, but mostly the virus, been, like you said, been attacking the elderly people. I haven't heard no infants because, you know, infants' immune system is not the strongest either. So I think people are being more cautious with people that hold their their children. Uh, it's, it's a weird one, but you got to just take care of yourself. So right. as we do it all the time, start a new week off. MVP, Marcus, who's in your top three? Oh, man. LeBron James, definitely number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think it's uh, – it, I'll be upset now if he didn't get it. I'll be upset after these this 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 last week alone. What's the top he one? should be the MVP. He should be the MVP. Second, um, I'm gonna keep Giannis up there. Uh, and third, it's a toss up. You know, we ha- I think I had Jason Tatum last last pie. Uh, it's between Tatum and uh, Luka Doncic. All right. Uh, yeah. So I would say Lou. Uh, 
uh, I'm going to go Luca three because he's been doing it for the majority of the year, and then I'll do Tatum four. All right. I'm going to still stick I'm gonna still stick with it like this. Number one is going to be LeBron. Number, we had LeBron now number one, I think, for the last, what, two or three weeks now because Giannis is most of it. Mm-hmm. Due to his injury, the way his team is not helping him pick up the pieces, this is what any MVP that people take out here for. Uh, LeBron number one, I'm going to go Giannis number two still, and the city number two. Number three. We did. I did have Tatum up there for Chris Paul. Number three, I'm gonna put Chris Paul up there by himself. Okay. I'm still okay. saying that because he's still carrying his team. This is the same team Russell Russell Westbrook had. It's just like three or four new pieces. It's actually the same team. And the reason I'm giving Chris Paul my nod at that three spot, Marcus, they're only one game behind the Utah Jazz for fourth place, and a one and a half behind Denver with 17 or 16 games remaining. For the OKC Thunder, they can, they can, they already, Houston already dropped down to the sixth seed. Houston was the fourth seed. They already dropped down two spots on that, that three game win streak. Now, mm-hmm. look at where they at. Now, possibly they could be in trouble because they could, Houston could potentially drop down to the seventh seed and play the Clippers in the first round, which they don't want to see that. We see what happened. That Stephen A. Smith was saying, they would get dismantled, DQ, <laughs> disqualified out the playoffs. That's what's going to happen. The reason I'm putting Chris Paul there because the body of work. They sent him there. To, I'm gonna say it every time they sent my man CP3 there to die. He been and we since he been there, Marcus. He flourished. He seized the moment. Mm-hmm. So when you're looking at where he at, Chris Paul got him right there. And it's so crazy because I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to jump on ESPN for this. I've been saying this for now, Marcus, for the last two weeks. ESPN just said it. The guy on TV said, "I'm gonna throw a name out there." And he sounded just like Marcus, just what Tony told me when we was watching. I seen him. He said, he said, I'm throwing his name out here. Nobody mentioned it. Chris Paul. And I pulled up that snippet on ESPN off my YouTube channel. I said, you know what? It's about time ESPN, Fox Sports, or whoever else may be out there, CBS Sports. Somebody got to cut CTC us, man. They got to cut us to check now. <laughs> right. <laughs> because we're beating these guys, what they call the professional guys, to the point. All we're doing is sitting at home on our own luxury little couches and watching TVs. Watching the games with NBA League Pass, you don't have it is a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, we watching certain games. You're going throughout the league. And I'm watching stuff. I'm looking at the way Chris Paul got the Dennis Schroeder under him. SGA, uh, Darius Baisley, all these young cats. Chick Diallo. These are young guards and smallers, and they play hard. A dark horse probably for most improved player of the year. I'm going to throw a name out there, Dino Gananali. A dark horse for most improved player. I want to see jump on that one because I'm watching basketball from a different, different eyeglass perspective, a different fishbowl. Every night, right, I'm not I mean, watching the same team. You can go That's with him or or uh, uh, Dennis Schroeder. Exactly. Like, I, I, either one. And we can't give it to Luke Williams because Luke Williams actually got a bigger psyche. It's, it's, it can be more easier for him. But you, would you want to be realistically, those two guys right here, Marcus, putting a stamp on the game for a team like that. Sure. So, so sure. that's why I said I'm keeping him at number three. Two is Giannis. Number one is LeBron. Like you said, LeBron James probably had one of the best weeks he had thus far late in his career, especially playing against some teams like that. Not playing some legit playoff teams, some legit teams like if he may see in the Western Conference Finals or the NBA Finals. These are some real grinder games. LeBron James played – he don't play for April. I'm going to keep saying that. He played for deep. He played for the Jones. He wanted to be known. You seen Kyle Kuzma last night put the invisible crown on his head last night. Then Patrick Beverly going to say – Guarding LeBron James is no challenge. Dude, I'm going to put a triple-double on your head talking about no challenge. Well, come on, man. <laughs> he, said, well, he don't want to get a, he don't get a newspaper, no bulletin board material. You just did. 
You just did. Right. And during that game, he tried to, uh, you know, he tried to slap that LeBron. LeBron shoot him away like a fly. <laughs> All day. Hey, get out of here, little dude. And, they, and it's crazy because they teed up Avery Bradley for doing the same type of thing for, for looking at Patrick Beverly. He's on the ball from laying up. He get teed up. But you told me that Pat Bath can go up there and bump chest with LeBron James while LeBron James is walking in one direction. He's following him in the same direction. Come on, man. Come on, NBA. You got to do something with that. I know y'all trying to keep everything to points. The point spread where it was at, but that's not that's not a good look. You gonna call a check one way and call the other way. Guess what? I'm gonna team myself out of here because they call me Young Tay Wiggs. <laughs> I'm Tay Wiggs. This is after I was live in the man cave with my co-host. This is Mark Senior. Gonna take ourselves out of here. Blow the whistle. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Yay! Thank you for listening to After Hours Live from the Man Cave Podcast. If you would like to hear more from me and my man Tay Wiggs, please go to your favorite podcast listener and subscribe to us. We are just about everywhere nowadays. We're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts. So if you like what you hear, subscribe to us to hear more. Oh, and before I go, please also hit up our Anchor profile page that's anchor.fm forward slash after hours live from the man cave and click that little purple button that says support this podcast and help us out. Peace. <laughs>